Welcome to another episode of Ready, Set, Procure. I am Yolanda Tucker, your host. Hey, family. We have an honored guest today with us, Ms. Marcel Peterkin, and we are going to talk to her about having contracts. So let's just take a moment and welcome her. Marcel, thank you so much for coming on to the show. We really appreciate it. Um, let me give you guys full disclosure. This is my cousin, so I know a little bit more than most people about what went on with the contract uh, or contracts, I should say. But at the end of the day, I wanted her to come on and tell her story. So, hi, Marcel. How are you today? I am doing wonderful. And it's a pleasure to be here, although I am very nervous, but I am doing wonderful. Well, don't be nervous. Thank you for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. And I'm sure the listeners will be very appreciative after they hear your story because you have an amazing story and it's amazing how you were able to come back from from a setback. So I'm excited to give them that information. So my first question to you is, how excited were you when your business received its first contract? I was proud of myself for the accomplishment that I had achieved in even obtaining a contract um, of my own and being an owner to partner with another company. It was it was a start. It was an amazing start. So I remember when you got this first contract and I remember how excited you was. And like you say, it was an amazing start. When did you realize there was a problem with the contract? Sad to say, I realized there was a problem when the uh, governor of owner of the contract breached the contract. Um, they backed out of the deal, which caused me to begin to go through the contract and realizing that that's a problem. They had to do it the right way. So I have, I have to ask. When you say when you read through the contract, so when you initially was awarded the contract, did you not read the contract all the way through from beginning to end before you actually signed the contract? I'm a readaholic. So, yes, I did read through the contract and um, I was so excited about the contract and I was okay with the information in the contract. But the problem was how they were trying to back out of the contract. They were breaching the contract that they themselves wrote. (laughs) So that's how I realized that there was a problem. Hey, no, you're not going to get out of this deal that either. You're going to have to do it the right way. I'm glad to hear that you actually did read through the entire contract because you will be surprised the number of people that I come into contact with who they have not read the contract. They was like, I got an award, I got an award, I got an award, and they just sign, 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 and they haven't read the actual contract. So it's good to hear that you read the contract. My next question is, what did you do when you realized that there was an issue? I sued them. I took them to court. And I sued them because after reading the contract and realizing you cannot just back out of a contract, you have to abide by the laws of this contract, of this binding agreement. And when they thought they were just going to walk away and no, we have a we have an agreement. And if I uphold my end of the bargain, you are going to uphold your end of the bargain as well, because I am a black little girl who don't mind taking you to court. And that's what we would do. So I sue them. 
You're right. You did sue them. But if I remember correctly, you called me first. (laughs) What did you learn from the experience? One of the biggest things that I learned um, after talking to you is when there is a contract, don't, don't just be excited about the contract and the opportunity to uh, receive that, uh, be awarded that contract. Um, although you read through the contract, um, they have a lot of uh, rules and regulations that you must um, govern yourself under while in contract with them. You have to feel comfortable enough to talk about your requirements. They have requirements for the contracts and um, they have clauses. Um, if it's something that you want to add in, you got to feel free and know that it's your right to bring that up to them and don't feel like you just have to accept the contract in order to be um, awarded the contract because you could still get awarded um, the contract just by adding um, your input because your input is just as important as theirs. Wow, that's a great point. You're absolutely right. A lot of people don't understand it. They can negotiate some of the terms and conditions of the contract prior to them actually signing the contract and after the contract has been awarded. So you want to look through the contract. You want to make sure you've read through it and you understand the terms and conditions. And what Marcel is saying here, if I remember correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, the company that this contract was with, they had a termination clause where they could terminate the contract immediately. But if she wanted to terminate the contract, it was a three month um, termination uh, notification, advance notification. So those are things that you have to be mindful of. Um, of course, like she said, she did read the contract, but at the end of the day, she really wasn't thinking about that. Nobody is thinking about terminating a contract that they just got. You, um, it, you imagine that this contract is going to go on for as long as you want it to. In this case, that is not what happened. And like she said, they were in breach of the contract. Once she and I got together and we started to talk about it, I reviewed the contract and I said, Hey, they're breaching here, here, and here. And so that's what led to her making the decision to go ahead and file the lawsuit. So how did this contract dispute resolve itself? I filed a lawsuit uh, with Small Claim Court. And when I filed the lawsuit with Small Claim Courts, um, they wanted to settle out of court. I called my cousin, Miss Yolanda Tucker. And um, at the time, small claims court max was five thousand. So she said, if they want to send out, they owed me more than five thousand. That was the loss that I was willing to take to get something back. So she said, um, since they want to settle out of court, tell them that you want the full amount in order for us to settle out of court. Otherwise, we're going to court. And that's what they decided to do. They decided to pay me the full amount that was due to me. So that's one of the things that I want people to understand that in this case, you were able to settle it out of court. You had to file a small claims, but you were still out of some some money. And it wasn't a little bit of money. It was a good bit of money that you were out of Um, as a small business owner that could have been detrimental to your business, but you were able to recover. Um, Thankfully, you were definitely able to recover. But at the end of the day, there are other small businesses that may not be able to recover like you did. What did you learn from this experience? 
I also learned from this experience that if um, in their clause, their termination clause, or whatever clause they may have, whatever their demands are, you challenge that demand to be your demand as well. You cannot allow them to be so easily to get out of um, the binding agreement. As um, my cousin said, who think of losing a contract? You might decide you want to walk away from the contract. I would have had to render service for three months before I can terminate my end of the bargain and they can terminate their end of the bargain immediately. Now, when I read the contract, because I'm a readaholic, I did read it and I was okay with that because like she said, I wasn't thinking of losing a contract, but you still have to be fair to yourself because you never know what happens. So I learned to not be afraid to challenge, to challenge your contract, period. Let me tell you, cousin, over the years, I have had many, many of my subcontracts come to me, subcontractors come to me and they're like, nope, we can't do this. We can't do that. It does not mean that I always, they always got what they wanted. There are times in contracts that I've had to say, nope, this is the, the deal. Take it or leave it. But what I try to get my clients to understand in a take it or leave it type of deal, at the very least, you need to understand what you are taking or leaving, right? You need to understand exactly what you're leaving on the table or what you're taking off that table. And in most cases, we don't have that understanding. Again, we're so excited. Oh, I got this contract. I'm going to be, you know, a thousandaire, a hundred thousandaire, a millionaire, whatever the contract is. But at the end of the day, there are certain things that you may be in, bre- be in breach of that contract if you have not gone through and, and pushed back on some things that doesn't work for you or your your business model. I know um, one contract in particular where we had um, a company and we were asking for them to have particular a particular type of insurance. Well, they couldn't get that type of insurance because of the type of company they were, the, the way the model was set up. Um, and it was a requirement. So we had to make a decision. We did end up, um, waiving that, that insurance requirement. But there have been other things that, you know, I've had subs to say, Hey, I need you to waive this or do this or do that. And, um, at the end of the day, we were not able to do it. So it was going to be a take it or leave it kind of situation. So I just want the, the audience to understand that there will be times that your contracting officer will tell you, nope, that's not negotiable. But a lot of contract terms and conditions are very negotiable. But if you don't speak up and ask, you will probably never know. So what advice would you give other business owners who are just getting their first contract? I would say... Don't be afraid if you don't get the contract because of the information in the contract that were not able to be negotiated at the end of it all um, so that the contract fit you and the contractor. Don't don't just settle for them being okay from you receiving money. Don't be okay with that because in this situation, I wind up not having a contract that I got approved for anyway. So what difference did it make? I still ended up with no contract. So um, if I would have gave some pushback, I could have ended up with no contract or ended up with better terms than the contract. And the better terms would have been that 
they would have had to pay me for three months. If I would have said, okay, if you want me to have three months before I can terminate, I'm going to require you guys have three months or we negotiate somewhere in the middle. So when they breached that contract, they would have had to pay me more. So you never know how a situation may work in your favor in the end. You can't be afraid because there are going to be many, many, many more contracts to come. You are absolutely right. And there have been contracts that I, um, as a contract manager, the company that I've worked for, we've had to walk away from because we've been given, given some of the same, you know, um, rules, same terms and conditions. If we tried to negotiate them out, we were not able to. So we had to look at the risk. And so in contracting, there's always risk factors and you want to understand what your risk tolerance is. And that's going to be a part of your procurement strategy. You need to know how much risk your business can tolerate. And then you make decisions from there based on what, you know, you've already identified in your initial procurement strategy. Do you have any other words or wisdom for our guests? I'm sorry, for our audience. Um, No, just to believe in yourself. And when you believe in yourself, you're not going to take the first bait if it doesn't fit. Um, your business model, as um, my cousin said, um, you'll hold back because money would definitely come to a business that is actually striving to be the best business that you could possibly be. That's it. That's great advice. I always tell my clients, all money is not good money. So you have to make the determination of what's going to be the best for you and your business. Again, There's thousands, hundreds of thousands, trillions, to be honest, of dollars out there um, when it comes to procurement. But you want to make sure that you're getting the right fit for your business and the right fit for you as the business owner. It does make a difference. It causes you less headache and heartache in the long run. So I hope this interview has been enlightening to you. Um, that you have able to learn a little bit about what it is to get a contract and then to not have a contract. Um, Because it does happen, unfortunately. It doesn't happen a lot, but there are times that it does happen. Um, I've seen where some of the prime contractors have overextended themselves and they didn't realize it at the time and then they had to cut some contract. There's all types of things that happen. So unfortunately, there is no guarantee, but contracting or procurement is a great way to build and expand your business. So if you're looking for profit margin, contracting, um, procurement, Those are the things that will help you. You do need a procurement strategy, as I've preached before. And last but not least, I'm going to say this until I don't have breath in my body anymore. Read. Read and understand before you sign. Read and understand before you are awarded. Ask questions. Don't be afraid to negotiate and push back um, as you are negotiating through the award process. And once you get the contract, then make sure, make damn sure that you are performing to contract because we don't want you to lose the contract due to non-performance. That's a whole different issue that we will talk about in another podcast. But ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening to us today. Marcel, thank you so very much for coming on the show. I really, really hope that your story will help other business owners avoid um, some of the things that you had to endure. Wow, what a journey. We have reached the end of season one of Ready, Set, Procure, the podcast. I pray that the content will be helpful to you as you are 
drafting your procurement strategy for your business. I hope that the information will also help you to increase your bottom line revenue as well as your profit margin. I am super excited to bring season two to you. So be on the lookout for updates on season two as it is coming soon. If this podcast has been of assistance or any help to you, please tell your friends and don't forget to subscribe. You can also hit us up on the website at www.tuckertrained.com. That's www.tuckertrained.com. Happy holidays to you and yours from me and mine. That's a wrap, folks. You've been Tucker Trained. Blessings.